0: Was up top, almost oh, might have been it was picked, what a pick it was
1: too, that's Durant, Kobe Durant, to an open target, Pick B, looking for a second touchdown in six days, he's got it,
0: Pass. oh my goodness, intercepted, As Bobby Wagner, taking it away, to run it, with Akers, and he's in for the touchdown, oh he comes right back, Catches his second touchdown of the game. Tyler Higby and the Rams on a roll in the arms of Ramsey. My goodness, it's an interception.
1: oh, uh oh. This is going to go the distance.
0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the East Coast Rams podcast. I am when your co host, Ashton, well, my awesome co host, Zach. Uh we are wishing everyone a Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Uh Zach, did uh Santa bring you anything special besides a really good game?
1: Uh yeah, I mean uh I feel like I got another good Rams Christmas. Um my uh my wife actually got me um kind of the playoff like a memorabilia playoff run with the Super Bowl. Um Uh, picture um so I got that hanging up on my wall now um but yeah I mean I got I got some you know nice good Rams coffee cup and uh some fun shirts and things like that so uh yeah it was it was a great Rams Christmas uh for us for sure how about you
0: oh I was very good because I got very lucky my wife got me a cup jersey uh I was gonna they were trying to get one for like a year and a half. It's been a nightmare trying to get that for my family.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, what what style did you get?
0: Uh we got the white uniform, so the white and yellow, so which is uh I would say my second favorite. But, Over the blue? Uh yeah i like it more than the blue i actually like the bone on that one fan okay likes the bone the most. yeah i got
1: that was my christmas last year was the bone cooper cup jersey and it was the same way it, it took uh oh, it wasn't last year whenever the bone jersey came out but it took it took nine months um for for it to to ship out and get to us and got it right just before christmas so uh, love that jersey Yes, I love it. Last year,
0: uh, they shipped us one, and it ended up being a Micah Parsons jersey. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> not correct, and we could never get another one ordered because of the shortage. Uh, mm-hmm. Just happy to get one this year. I got a really good hat. Uh, got a jacket with the kind of classic skull uh, logo. So, like nice. you, got a got a lot of good random swag. I'm very blessed. Uh, in that regard
1: yeah for sure for sure awesome yeah and then you know what happens you know the Rams give us a the biggest present of them all um, not only winning um, up against the Broncos but completely destroying the Broncos to the fact that they had to fire their coach immediately the next day
0: so Zach you're telling me Russell Wilson wasn't cooking
1: no. Nope, he was not cooking. You know, um, but you know who should cook? You know, maybe a baker, you know? Um I'm just saying. You know, if you really want someone in the kitchen, you probably want someone, you know, who's a baker. Uh baker
0: was very impressive. Uh you could kind of tell he actually knew the offense uh to a certain degree this game compared to the last two games. Not saying what he didn't do last two weeks wasn't impressive uh but it's different and it takes time for a quarterback to get ingrained with the offense even russell wilson is still never got fully ingrained in that offense in denver and you could tell uh but baker mayfield just his reads his ability knowing uh reading the field, uh kinda especially the open field towards Tyler Higby, who had a great game, Zach, and we'll probably get into that. Uh just impressive game by uh Baker Mayfield being able to step in and make a argument for why he can play in this league. And you know, um if we win our next two games, uh I have a strange feeling Baker Mayfield could have the same amount of wins as Russell Wilson.
1: I mean, I saw a stat today um, that actually I sent to my um, to a friend who's a who's a Bears fan, and it was that um, he that Baker Mayfield has uh, more pass completions than um, than Justin Field, which I thought is a crazy stat. Just just the time that Baker Mayfield has been with a with the Rams, he has more than Justin Fields um, in a in a whole entire. Uh, season so far so that's
0: yeah and I know we didn't get to cover last week's game primarily because of the holiday season and you know a lot of craziness Uh, but really I feel like Zach we would have had a competitive game if that was in LA Uh, and if Baker was on the team two weeks earlier uh, circumstances didn't allow that. Uh, we ran into kind of buzzsaw uh, and Green Bay struggled a lot and they just kind of were able to push us down and uh, smother us for the rest of the game after the third quarter. Uh, this game was the exact opposite of that. Uh, what What's your reaction, Zach, to... Going up 17-3 in the first quarter, were you blinking your eyes that this the worst offense in the league, let's not kid ourselves, this offense has been atrocious. Was up 17-3 at the end of the first.
1: I think the crazier thing was, you know, this the, the stat that kept throwing around that the Broncos, yes, their offense is is actually the worst in the NFL. Um, but their defense is actually like ranked like third. So it, it was just astonishing to see what was happening. And it was, and it wasn't really the, you know, at least the first, um, the first couple drives wasn't actually really the defense's fault. I mean, it was more Russell Wilson, just putting them into a really bad position. And, you know, the, you know, when you get, you know, an interception and, and now you're on, you know, you're trying to defend your field in very short distance, you know, it's, it's kind of hard. Um, and you know it is what it is and you know it became in the rams favor and I, you know i just i was just really impressed by this rams team you know they were down so many so many starters um, but they were able to they were just able to you know push through um, and doing something that they they haven't done this whole season and really they haven't done in the last couple seasons was they ran the ball efficiently and surprise surprise it was cam akers who ran it so efficiently Mm-hmm.
0: yeah definitely cam akers best game of the year um he kind of it we might say have been the best game
1: of his career i mean really yeah 23 carries 118 yards he was averaging 5.1 with three touchdowns and his longest was 21 like that is amazing that's an amazing game for any running back um so you know kudos to anybody who i know sad sad for us for fantasy but kudos to anyone who actually put cam Akers in this week um you know you would have got monstrous points um if you took that gamble
0: mm-hmm. yeah zach do, did he look like he was healthy this game or was it a o-line thing
1: that's a good question. I mean, uh the O line did very well um this week. You know, they you know, there was only, you know, a couple times where I noticed that there was even some, you know, some sort of um issues with it. But um they did a really good job blocking and they just found the open holes, which was which they've been like Cam Akers just hasn't seemed to do very often. And um I don't know, may- I maybe he's you know, it could be maybe the defense just wasn't playing as good as they should have or cam Akers is really just you know stepping in and you know he has a lot to prove i mean you know you go back and you look and the rams tried to trade him and nobody wanted him and now he's looking like he is going to be the lead back coming into 2023 for the los angeles rams like that is just a crazy turnaround to go from feeling unwanted to you know really looking like you're going to be the lead back in 2023
0: i mean let's be honest though he had some really bad games they were trying to force feed him and nothing was happening now again that's what the caveat of a really broken o-line a lot of struggles there but it just felt like he didn't have that burst uh until this game this game he had burst he had energy he had fight uh he was much like that twenty twenty Cam. That yep. came that we just saw run all over New England. Uh a lot of really, really great, well designed runs, uh some trickery from McVeigh. Uh it seemed like everything was working this game, Zach. Even a third and ten draw mm-hmm. worked. And that's when I was like, Oh yeah, the Broncos ain't coming back. If a third mm-hmm. and ten draw causes us to get a first down and that almost never happens uh then you know uh they're they're struggling mightily and you could tell on that sideline the broncos themselves were kind of imploding mid-game
1: mm-hmm. and, and one of the things that i thought was was really done and, and this was it had to have been a coaching thing through mcveigh was he did a really good job of um not relying solely on Baker mayfield and I think that's been kind of the problem that mcVeigh has kind of had um, especially over the last couple of seasons is that he's always he's always only believed in his quarterback. Um, they threw the ball always way more than than um, they ran the ball. sometimes it's just because they it was you know the first um, the first two drives they just could never run the ball efficiently so mcVeigh just went away from it if it's not working mcVeigh just doesn't want to go back to what's not working. Um, but this week, you know, a total of 36 rushing carries, um, compared to 28 throwing attempts, um, you know, that's just, that's, that's topsy-turvy when it comes to the LA Rams, when they're way more of a pass heavy team, but it worked for them and it was very successful. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited to see what this team did, even with the handicap of. Our own line is is kind of been obliterated and injured. Um, you know, we have our you know our fourth quarterback um, coming into the season, even though he is a he is a starting um, quarterback quality over the over two of the the four. Um, still learning the system, and then you know, without our major weapons. I mean, you 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 don't have Cooper Cup. You don't have a Rob. You don't have you don't even have Skoranek. Um, You're kind of left with uh, Jefferson, Atwell, Powell, um, and, you know, trustworthy Higby, who really showed up this game um, and really excited to see how his career uh, kind of boosted after this game.
0: I mean, Higby has had those games before where he gets multiple touchdowns and he's just quiet for the rest of the year. So uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, Higby has always had talent.
1: Yeah. And, and one of the things that I think that people may forget is like the, the tight end role is not just someone who's going to catch and run the ball. Like they're there for pass protection. They're there for, you know, run blocking. They're there to help the O-line make the plays. And um, they're not just solely there. So when he's not having a game, he's probably trying to compensate for the weak um, O-line and things like that. So I'm I'm really excited that he had this game. Um, you know, he officially became the franchise leader in yards, receptions, and touchdowns for a tight end. Um, so, congratulations to Higby on uh, getting that honor. Um, you know, came in in 2016, and you know has has performed well um, since ever since then.
0: Yeah, really good stuff by Higby. I mean, our defense was showing and balling. Uh, just great stuff by Kobe Durant. Wagner getting a pick. Durant had two picks, including a defensive touchdown. Um, just really great play by D line. Can't talk them up anymore without having Aaron Donald.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: six sacks. I'm really. Yeah, six sacks without AD. I mean, I'm excited for next year with this D-line. I feel like if we get a edge rusher across from Leonard Floyd, Zach, that that's kind of the secret sauce we're missing from our defense. And I would say a starting safety. Yeah. The, I, the only two holes.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, did, I agree with you. And that's why, like, I never... You know, everyone is just like, oh, we need to go back into a rebuild year. We need to go back into a rebuild year. You know, we're done. This is this is the end of the season. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, assuming that, you know, AD was coming back, assuming that Stafford was coming back, um, you know, which, you know, obviously he did announce last week that he will – he's not leaving for the 2023 season. Um, but, you know, n- knowing that those guys are coming back, they're really – isn't anything to worry about i mean yeah we don't have cap space we don't have as much cap space but that's not really been a rams concern as it was we've been able to make things work we've been able to still bring in talent we we got to bring in bobby wagner um you know and look what he's done this season so i'm not really worried about the cap hit we're gonna find good people in the draft um you know we're you know we have found those people before we've we Kobe Durant had an amazing game and you know he's looking like he's gonna be a become maybe a starter next season. So um I'm I'm really looking forward to what the Rams can do in twenty twenty three. Um, you know, I know our season's kind of pretty much wrapped as it is, but I'm I'm really I'm really excited to see what what they have. Um I do think twenty twenty three is gonna be a you know, is gonna be that bust year. Like if you don't if you don't make it that year, you're probably looking closer to a rebuild after that. Um, but as far as 2023 goes, you know, assuming injuries are minimal um, to what you can avoid. I think it's, I think that they have it. They have only, uh, the sky's only the limit for them.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk more about this in our offseason pods, but uh, I really think they're going to be looking to make moves in the off season to sure up some of these holes uh, that they see. I think we have holes at wide receiver. Uh, we have holes at running back. We have holes at cornerback. And holes at safety. And of course a huge hole. At, uh, across from Leonard Floyd. So the offseason is going to be big. And a lot of fun. Uh, but in the meantime. This gives some of these death pieces. Chances of sh- shine and i thought people like michael hoyt were just balling all game just uh,
1: i mean to me for hoyt just to kind of chime in on him um completely agree with you i think he is a he is a catch and you know right now he is the opposite of leonard floyd what if he came into this next year he he loses you know maybe you know some of I mean, he's a bigger guy. I think. I think I heard he's around like three hundred pounds. Like, what if he slims down, bulks up, slims down? You know, could he be that threat on the opposite of Leonard Floyd when you have a Rob, or when you have not a Rob, uh, when you have AD, um, you have Greg Gaines? You know, you have you know maybe A. Sean Robinson still around? Like, if you have all those players on that uh, line, that is a that is a nightmare of a line to face.
0: Mm -hmm. And Merchandise we picked this guy off a of waiver wire that like people didn't want. And he was just all over the ball or all over the QB. Uh, he got two sacks, a mm-hmm. uh, Larell Merchinson. Like he could be a diamond if he keeps on balling out. It just a lot of stuff to be very, very uh, excited about going into next year.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to see, what this team has has in store. I I think this game proved that the Rams really have a lot of talent on this team. Um, they may not have shown it, um, you know, all in all phases, but they truly do have what it takes to, to beat the best of the best. Um, even though, yes, this is the Broncos. They are in the, you know, the, you know, the bottom, the very bottom quadrant with the Rams, as far as, you know, not being great this season, but you know, you still you still have to respect Russell Wilson what he's done in his career, um, and you know the potential threat that he is. Um, but to see Bobby Wagner um, kind of get to get to both sack him and um, intercept his ball, uh, you know, I think is just I think that's that's a, a great thing for Wagner, and it's just another confidence boost that you know, yes, um, Seattle was uh, probably in the wrong for you know getting rid of him. But I'm not I'm not uh, too worried about that. No, I am definitely
0: happy they chose to kind of go that route, and we were able to get him because he's playing. You know, I think after we made that comment on our pod uh, that he wasn't, like, he was having good play, but he wasn't making big splash plays you kind of know Bobby Wagner for. He's done that every game since. Mm-hmm. So uh, you definitely won't hear complaints from me. I thought he was up to his signing before he was making those big plays. And I think it's well then more worth it, especially on like next to Jones. This is the by far the best part of our, uh, our best tandem we have on defense Jones and uh, Bobby Wagner. And I feel like the games we have struggled defensively haven't been because of them.
1: No, Definitely. You know, I had people on Twitter like when, you know, because Bobby, the Pro Bowl came out last week, Um, you know, again, we're kind of phasing in the last couple of weeks. Um, Aaron Donald was the only Ram uh, to be named in the Pro Bowl. Um, Bobby Wagner, I think, got completely snubbed, um, especially when he is, you know, through PFF, the leading um, linebacker um, in the NFL um, playing at that high level. Um, but unfortunately, because, you know, everything's a popularity contest, um, he was kind of snubbed out of that position. And then, you know, he came right back in, even though he had an amazing game, um, even him himself had a great game against, um, uh, uh green Bay, um, you know, coming back in and, and doing this once again, uh, to, to Russell Wilson. It's just, it's just one of those things where like, he is super underappreciated and undervalued in this league. Um, I get the Rams are not having a great season, but that's not that's not a reason to snub somebody out um, when they're playing at the highest level um, in the NFL and is literally the best of the best of that position. So kind of feel bad for him for that., uh, but oh, that that kind of got me into. but like people were like, but you know, he's he's on the Rams team. It doesn't matter if they're on the Rams team. Um, you know, if they're playing the best, oh, uh, sorry, I'm getting my thoughts. he was he was like, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, he, um, you know, the, why are they, why are every team running the ball so efficiently if, you know, uh, if Bobby Wagner is so great. And I'm just, I, I hate those people. Like you can, he's still really good. It's he's one player. Yes. Not every time the ball runs to his direction, he, he makes the stop. Um, so I just, some of those people are just very silly, um, when they try to like question, you know, what's actually happening on the field. You know, he's one guy who's trying to also coordinate the entire defense um, as the play caller. So that's just my thoughts on Bobby, Bobby Wagner.
0: I mean, we know as fans, like watching the game, who's like doing the heavy work and who's not, and like who's struggling. And you can tell Bobby Wagner is not the reason, like we have been struggling against the run. And, we we've, we've had a good to like great run defense this season mm-hmm. it's been against the pass that we struggled and that hasn't been over the middle of the field against tight ends outside of Kansas City it has been sure. the corners that mm-hmm. have struggled against the pass and the safeties especially
1: and uh- yeah, for sure. The safeties are, are especially. I mean, even in this game, you kind of saw some of the the safety struggles a little bit. Um, but tonight, I think our, our last yesterday, our our um, our backs did really great. Um, obviously, Kobe Durant played excellent. Two interceptions plus the you know the pick six, so or with the pick six, so that was great. Ramsey. Obviously, Ramsey. I mean, getting the ball in the uh, out of the end zone, um, just balling out i mean there is tons of times where they threw the ball to, towards ramsey's side and you know there's just there's nothing there i mean it, you could see wilson like he had all day to throw and couldn't find an open man um even you know sometimes there was a guy literally five feet in front of him or he could have ran the ball for the first down and he decided to throw it and got picked off so um our defense just played really well ramsey played really well uh, kobe durant played really well um just i'm um, I was really proud of our defense. I've throughout this whole season, I've th- thought our defense has played well. They top five defense in the league. Um, we just had some inefficiencies on the offense, had some casualties that really um, took us out of uh, contention. Um, so it's, it's unfortunate for that. I think we could have, you know, if, you know, if, you know, Stafford and cup probably weren't out for the rest of the season, um, you know, we're able to get back earlier within the season. You know, I think we would have had a playoff run, but, um, unfortunately, where we are, where we are, and we can just we can just sit back and relax and kind of just kind of try to enjoy these last few games as we as we possibly can. Yeah, uh, we'll kind of see
0: how the team does these next two games, and we're we're gonna try to keep previewing the games, guys, uh, to a minimum, because really, uh, whether we win or lose doesn't matter. It's all gonna be about like talking about which players are doing g- good, which players are doing bad, and what we see in the future for next year. And uh, where the de- deficiencies are, we can look at in the draft and in free agency. Uh, because, Zach, if you don't know, the free agency class has a lot of running backs in it.
1: Hey, so, I'm super. I'm super excited to kind of talk and dive into that. And maybe this will be the first year that I really get into kind of the draft aspect of it, I usually leave that to you and your expertise on that. But, um, I think this is going to be fun conversations to have in this off season on how we can improve our running game, um, whether that's through cam Akers running that through, you know, having cam Akers have a, um, more efficient back, um, whether that's Kyron Williams or, um, bringing in somebody new. So really looking forward to having those discussions. Um,
0: yeah, and lucky enough for us, or unlucky, we'll have more time in February and January uh, to do all that fun research, Zach. Uh, you know, Get to relax a little bit, you know, look and watch the Super Bowl highlights from last year remind us of uh, better times. But, you know, hey, uh, it it sucks, it stings, but like I said last year, we could have gone 0-17. I wouldn't find it fun. Uh, but I'm still not dishappy because of how good of a season we had last year. And winning the Super Bowl is a very special moment. And as Zach knows, like, you can be a fan for so long, and it doesn't mean you'll get rewarded with moments like that. And you just got to cherish it and kind of absorb it. And that's what we're doing now is uh, – you know, we're going through and like Sean McVay is, say, is saying, he's learning a lot from this experience. And I hope next year they come out a stronger team and a better team and healthy uh, to deal with just all this chaos from this year.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely looking forward to to seeing how they play these next couple weeks. Just kind of looking at those, evaluating some of those positions that... Um, you know, there are, there are some holes and maybe there are some ways that um, whether it's like yeast for the safety position or something like that, that we're looking internally first. Um, but then once we figure out what what we can handle internally, looking externally um, through the draft and through free agency and things like that. Um, so looking forward to it. Um, obviously we have our, we have the game against, you know, the chargers who are the home team uh, for this week. The Rams had their last home game yesterday, um, but you know, Nothing really changes other than the L.A. Chargers announcer at SoFi Stadium. Uh, They did get flexed out of Sunday Night Football, which is, you know, a little sad. But understanding to the point that, um, you know, the Rams aren't in kind of contention and they rather have probably somebody who's um, more in contention for a spot. Um, So kind of disappointing there. Um, Did you see the – it it looks like right now um, as it stands – um uh ode abushi is suspended during that game with a incident that he had with randy gregory after the broncos rams game did you get to did you see that yes what are yeah your thoughts? so i mean gregory
0: walks over and punches him and he punches back like you gotta be smart can't punch back in that situation it's understandable And I don't think Ibushi should get the same level of treatment of Gregory. Like, what Gregory did was, it's like, I don't get why these athletes do this sometimes. Like, I get it's personal and it gets heated and, like, work can be like that. But if I'm getting paid $17 million, I'm just going to laugh. I'm going to laugh at you and I'm be like, you know, have fun.
1: Yeah, it's it's stupid. Uh, uh, The Rams are looking to appeal that because they think that the 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 reality was that a Randy Gregory came over to the to him to to actually do the swing. And I mean, it's it's just it's just dumb. Um, You know, I think Gregory was kind of um, salty all game, um, lashing out a little bit here and there. So it's just dumb. But hopefully they get that fixed. And, you know, whether Ibushi is in or out um hopefully you know they they you know appeal and their appeal their appeal is successful but we shall see all right do you have any final thoughts you want to add before we kind of wrap things up this week
0: no dropping i mean i never thought i would see this team this 2022 rams team drop 50 points
1: yeah i mean i don't think anyone did um I don't even know if we even said this in the pod but uh I saw from you know one of our friends uh Jake Ellenbogen that with yesterday's performance um the Rams passed the Patriots for the most 50 plus point games of all time with 16. No one in the NFL has more than more games of scoring 50 plus points than the Rams. So um congrats to all of the uh congrats to the rams for that i mean that's a pretty big uh, accomplishment for them um i know I, at one point i posted the last time the rams even had a 40 plus point game was i believe it was the last time the rams actually beat the 49ers uh uh in regular season and that was the last game in 2018 which you know helped them in the their Super Bowl run yep oh so. Fun, interesting facts. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's holiday episode of the East Coast Rams podcast. You can always send questions and feedback to feedback at eastcoastrams.com or hit us up on Twitter. Our official East Coast Rams Twitter account is at East Coast Rams. Ashton, how can people stay connected with you?
0: You can find me on Twitter at ramfanashton One.
1: And then you can find me at Zach Mayer. Um, also reminder that we're on YouTube. We post these, uh, these episodes on YouTube as well. So if you're at work and you want to just have it playing in the background while you're doing your work, please feel free. You can find it at youtube.com slash at East Coast Rams. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you know, subscribe both ways. Subscribe through YouTube and um, through your podcast of choice. Um, it's an easy way to kind of help boost us um throughout the youtube and the other podcast algorithms um we this is kind of the the one year ish um you know we're we're floating around the one year time that we started this podcast um and we uh, we have some big pl- things planned to kind of make a big explosion of a of a one year episode uh so hopefully we'll have more details for you in the coming uh week or so about what that um about what those plans are going to be, but I'm really excited. Ashton, it's been so much fun getting to do this with you uh, on a regular basis over the last year. Um, and you want to have any other thoughts before we, before we wrap that up?
0: Uh, no, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of work. I appreciate all the work you have put into it. Uh, uh, growing this has been just, a challenge but also rewarding experience. I appreciate all the people who listen. I appreciate all the people comment and follow us. It has just been a great ride even if the season hasn't been great. And last season was clearly great. Uh, it's it just you know that fandom that having sharing this experience together it just makes it that much better to experience it with people who become your friends uh so i appreciate everyone uh putting into this and we'll keep on putting out great stuff
1: yeah for sure i feel like even over the last couple weeks um the things that both of us have posted have gotten a lot of interaction um amongst you know rams fans so it's been really cool to get to you know interact and you know get to learn people's stories and get to you know Um, just get to share in the fun of, of the LA Rams um, fandom and things like that. So it's been really cool. So yeah, the Rams got two more games left um, this week against the chargers and yeah, we're, we're still hoping for another Rams victory. Um, You know, we always want to see them win, you know, even, you know, even if it's at a cost of maybe a draft uh, selection. Uh, But I think the Rams, they, they have pride in themselves um, and we should have pride in them to try to get get any win that they can accomplish. So um, yeah, let's get it done, uh, Ramley on Sunday. Uh have a happy new year. We probably will not do a podcast uh before the new year. So um have a have a great new year. Get your uh um all of your uh what is it, your resolutions in order. Maybe one of your resolutions is to listen to more Rams podcasts, and you could easily just make sure you always subscribe to ours. Uh, But with that, we're going to leave you guys. Um, Have fun on Sunday, guys. Ramley, Horms up.